Hello, and welcome to the So You Want to Be a Marine Biologist podcast, where we learn about the ocean, share sea stories, and explore ocean careers. I'm your host, Kara Musia. Let's dive into today's episode. Have you ever wanted to explore the underwater realm, but aren't sure how to get dive certified? I've got you covered. Head over to marinebio.life slash scuba for beginners and grab your copy of my new scuba guide. In it, I cover the different certifying agencies, gear, lingo, and the number one thing to look out for when you're getting certified. This guide will leave you confident in how to become certified and ready to dive in. Head on over to marinebio.life slash scuba for beginners to get your copy and get diving already. marinebio.life slash scuba for beginners. Hey, one more thing. Do you want to dive more into the ocean and marine biology? Need a little guidance on ocean conservation? Head on over to marinebio.life backslash resources. We've got book recommendations, job posting pages, conference suggestions, and ocean-friendly products. All recommendations have been personally vetted by me, and I will continue to add to the collection as I come across cool things to share. Head on over to marinebio.life backslash resources to learn more. See you over there. Hello, mermaids, pirates, ocean lovers, and land lovers. Welcome to today's show. Question, which bird is always out of breath? A puffin. What is a whale's favorite sandwich? Grilled cheese. 100. I'm so excited and thrilled to have made it to this milestone. Thank you, thank you, thank you, dear listener, for being part of this journey with me. A heads up, we will be taking a pause after this episode. I have several things in the works for you guys, and I'll be using this time to bring them into fruition. If you'd like to be kept up to date on what I'm working on, offerings I have for you, please sign up for my newsletter over at marinebio.life. There's also a link in the show notes below. I'll be sending out regular updates as well as quick excerpts of fun things I've discovered, including books, articles, and job or internship opportunities. For this, the 100th episode, I had an interview lined up with an amazing research. We are going to chat all about corals, something I know that many of you have a keen interest in. Unfortunately, scheduling conflicts arose and we're planning to reschedule after the break. And when I had originally pondered what to do for the 100th episode, I had thought to do a recap episode. Lessons learned in 100 episodes. So we're back to the original plan. Funny how things work out. And that's actually my first lesson. Things work out how they're supposed to. It may not be exactly how you planned it, and there's a high probability of valleys of some low tide stranded on the sandbar situations, but everything has a season, the tide will rise, and so will you. Which brings me to my next point. Quite a few of the guests on the So You Want to Be a Marine Biologist podcast have had to get pay-the-bills jobs, and that's okay. It's not admitting defeat or mean that you're giving up on your dream. It just simply means that you have things to take care of and you're taking care of them. What you do next is what matters. Even with your best planning and disaster prevention, things still happen. The interview gets rescheduled or canceled. <laughs> the internship opportunity falls through. The job contract ran out and is not up for renewal. The job market's saturated with too many applicants and too few opportunities. Whatever it is, if you have a dream, you just don't give up on it. It doesn't necessarily take talent to be successful. It takes stubbornness. You get the job to pay the bills. You find the volunteer opportunity. You keep researching, networking, learning. All of these actions add up. You are what you consistently do. So you keep after it. 
Andrew Lewin from episode 16 applied to over 400 jobs before he landed his initial marine science job. Aislinn from episode 84 applied to at least 100, and, and Danielle from episode 85 also applied to several hundred jobs. They didn't lose sight of what was important to them, and they never gave up. Dreams take work, and you get out what you put in. Everything is figureoutable, and there is no one set path to follow. Jessica from episode 2 and 81 had a job as a marine scientist, but found her fascination leaning more towards research instead of the consulting work that she was doing. And so starting off in her research, she had to support herself while she got her project, the Florida Manta Project, off the ground. Now, not only is she getting paid for her research, she also has a support team that she can pay actual money. Rachel from episode 31 had no idea what she wanted to do, but knew that she wanted to be in, on, near the ocean. She kept saying yes to different opportunities, and now she's a dive instructor and a marine biologist aboard Nat Geo Limblad Expedition Cruise Lines. Andrea from episode 97 was a lawyer for 30 years before she found her true passion in calling and helping sharks. Eric from episode 93 does not have a degree in marine science, but literally wrote the first book on orcas. Similarly, Maddie from episode 8 of the show is working to save sharks all without a marine science degree. We have businessmen like Stefan from episode 91 and Jim from episode 34 that are working to make positive waves of change utilizing the skill sets they have. We have marine herbalists like Allison from episode 78 and Christy from episode 75 that share their love of the natural world and inspire others to learn from and protect it. The moral of the story is that there's no one way to help the ocean. There is no one set career path. Yes, we have amazing people who have PhDs that are doing incredible research and influencing positive legislation, and this path works for them. But you do not have to have a PhD to make a positive difference, to make changes, and to shape the world around you. You plot your own course, and it will very likely look very different from others. And that's good. You have your own unique individual strengths and talents that will help navigate you along the way. Another lesson learned in 100 episodes is that local communities matter. Divya from episode 95 gave us great insight on the importance of local community and how actually talking with the people and understanding where they're coming from is powerful. You, every day, have the power to change your own world and to help the ocean. And one of these superpowers that we all have is the ability to avoid and or replace plastics with healthier alternatives. In addition to becoming a huge issue with in the ocean with dozens of bits of plastics found in stomachs from everything from whales and fish to tiny baby turtles, consuming products made from plastic or stored in plastic is not good for your health. Pick one thing today, whether it's bottled water, fork, coffee cup, and replace it with something reusable. Make it a habit and then move on to one other thing. Keep stacking habits and before you know it, you're part of the solution like we talked about in episode 17. Another superpower we have is our ability to vote. We vote every single day. How we spend our time and how we spend our dollar or rupee or peso or pound or euro, whatever currency you use, is a vote and it's powerful. Consider what you're voting for when you're purchasing your food, what systems you're supporting. Consider what you're supporting with your time and evaluate if that's what you want more of in the world. Finally, one of the best, most powerful medicines we can give ourselves, the ocean, and the planet as a whole is to get outside. Connect with nature in whatever way you can. There have been studies upon studies showing how good it is to physically be outside, whether the sun is shining or it's gray and rainy. 
We're evolutionarily wired to nature around us. And the more disconnected we are from this, the more disconnected we are from ourselves. So go sit in the backyard and see what formations you can make out in the clouds. Watch the sunrise, sit and watch a tree for a while and see who's coming or going. Start a garden, go surfing, go diving, go for a hike in the woods, sit by the ocean and smell the salt air. Whatever floats your boat, but go do it and do it often and see what shifts happen for you. You have a responsibility not only to yourself, but to your community and the planet as a whole to bring your passions, your superpowers into the world. Stay committed to your dreams and walk your own path. It has been such an absolute honor and pleasure to bring you 100 episodes of the So You Want to Be a Marine Biologist podcast. Like I said, we're going to take a little break. And if you'd like to stay in the know, be sure to sign up for my email newsletter. I'll be posting and active on there. Until then, go play outside. Hey, do you want to help the oceans? Have you considered a career in marine biology, but maybe just aren't sure where to start? Head on over to my website, marinebio.life, and subscribe to my newsletter, When you subscribe, you'll receive a free PDF download where you'll learn the seven steps to becoming a marine biologist without the degree. Thank you for listening to today's show. I'd love to hear any insight you've gleaned. Leave a comment in the show notes or send me an email over at marinebio.life. If you enjoyed this episode, leave a review and of course, share with your friends. If you want more resources for ocean news, including conservation topics and careers, plus personal insight for me that I just don't share anywhere else, join me at marinebio.life and sign up for email updates. Keep after your dreams and making waves in your community. One person can make a difference. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll catch you next time on the So You Want to Be a Marine Biologist podcast.